MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome in to At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Morton at Drew Martin Betts in Las Vegas will join me in just a second. And he joins me now. What's going on, Drew? Happy Wednesday to you. Sean, what's up, man? Happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump day out there to all the you watchers. Said it, it's a you big said day, it, man. You said it, Drew. You said it. Hump day. I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. I, I purposely did not say hump day, but yeah, you said it. Happy hump day, I guess. Of course. I got to cover for you, man. We got to call it any way we can, and uh, we got a big show, man. I'm really excited about today's show, Sean. Yeah, Gary Danielson from the CBS College Football Analyst. He will be on the call for LSU Alabama this Coming Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here. So uh, he will join us, talk a little bit about that game, of course, Drew. And the college football playoff rankings that came out for the first time last night. O-State, Ohio State, number one. A little bit of a surprise, but uh, they have looked the most impressive on the football field. But when you factor in their opponents, maybe LSU should have been number one because they have the most impressive resume as far as I'm concerned. Um, thus far, but they're number two, and then Alabama three, Penn State number four, Clemson's five, and and Georgia's six. We could go to the top ten, and we will, Drew, but with the top four, top five, do you have a problem with the committee ranking the teams as they did one through five? Just the top four or five, if we're just sticking to that area? Yes, yes, for I, now. I don't have any big qualms, Sean. I really don't. Um, it's fine the way it is. I guess if you ask me what I would have done, be, you know, Clemson being the defending champion and winning all of their games, I would have at least put them at number four. But um, I really don't have a big qualm about it. No, I'm I'm fine with it, man. How, how do you feel, you I, know, through one through five here? LSU should be number one. Don't you think? I mean, if we're going to rank these teams thus far through the first, what, 10 weeks of the season, right? Then LSU should be number one. I mean, you can't, it's going to settle itself out, right? So let's not make a huge deal, right? Uh, Alabama, LSU, they play this week. That'll settle a lot. And then Ohio State will play Penn State. That'll settle a a lot as well. So it's going to get settled on the field. So I'm not going to go crazy, but LSU has been the most impressive. Thus far, they should be number one. Why is Ohio State there? I know they beat Wisconsin, but other than that, Cincinnati, an American conference uh, football team, rivalry in the state, um, a good win. But other than that, their resume is weak. And when you compare it to Texas, at Texas for LSU, 
Uh, they beat Florida. I, it's more impressive to me LSU's resume. Yeah, and I, I guess in defense of of putting Ohio State number one, I, I guess they would say something of the eye test. You know, uh, Ohio State's looked a little bit sexier. Yeah. Um, and also the fact, what, LSU only beat Auburn by three points at home, and that's with a true freshman quarterback that went 15 for 35. You know, you could put, you know, cro- you kind of put yeah, everything together. Florida. If, take, if, if Auburn Florida had a quarterback, then, they right? likely go into Baton Rouge and win. Well, then to take the Florida win. What's they, that? They beat Florida 42-28. Uh, a really yeah. LSU. No, no, I, I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think I would put LSU number one, and 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 I, I just said Clemson at number four rather than five, just because the defending champions. But I'm with you. I, yeah. I I would put LSU number one just because of uh, what strength of record, strength of schedule, playing in the SEC West. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'd give the nod to the Tigers. I, so thinking about the LSU Alabama game, I mean, how how important is it? Because I, I, it seems likely. The loser still is uh, in contention and can get into the college football playoff despite, you know, losing and not winning a, a, a conference title, right? Uh, they're still in play. The, the loser of this Alabama-LSU game is still in play, right? That, that's the feeling that I get. You know the SEC is going to get two teams in the college football playoff if the champion's undefeated, right? Uh, I just have that feeling that the loser of this game is going to be in the, end up in the college football playoff. See, yeah, and I'm with you, Sean, and in all likelihood, yes, a one-loss team, especially from the SEC West, that West division, I think, does get in. However, there is a situation where it wouldn't, and that's if Georgia wins out their games and then beats, let's say LSU beats Alabama, and then Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship. Now you got a one-loss SEC champion in Georgia. They're going to think, you know, in all likelihood, they're going to get in. LSU would have had beat Alabama. They're likely going to get in. In that case, I doubt the SEC gets three teams in. Being an SEC guy, I don't want to see three teams in from the same conference. And in that case, Sean, I could see Alabama being left out. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I do not want to see three teams from one conference. I don't want to see two teams from one conference. I think I go with the most deserving over the four best teams, right? Because it's subjective when you get into it. Right, it's subjective anyway. Like, everybody's four best teams, it's different, right? It it, it can, you know, my four best is going to be different from your four best. So I go by the most deserving. And to me, a conference championship matters. It matters when I'm looking at teams and trying to separate them. So that's why I would only put in one team from each conference. And the Pac-12, I mean, they still have a shot. They have Oregon and they have Utah right there in the top 10. Seven of the Ducks, eight the Utes. So they're still alive, Drew, and they got to hope hope for some uh, losing to, to go on there with, with the teams at, at the top. That's what I take out of it. Looks like the Pac-12 once again is on the outside looking in, but they're not dead yet. They're not dead yet. Uh, what else? What other observations uh, do you have from this first uh, poll that was released last night? Well, in terms of surprises, Sean, what surprised me is exactly the topic you're talking about. We got Oregon at seven and Utah at eight. The Pac-12, in my opinion, is very much alive, Sean. And if Utah and Oregon win out their games, they're going to set up a each with a one loss from the Pac-12 North and the Pac-12 South for, in my opinion, a play-in game. The winner of the Pac-12 championship game, if all those dots align here for Utah and Oregon to win out their games, the winner of the Pac-12 championship game, I'm projecting forward here, will make the the playoffs. And uh, going back to the beginning of the college football season when a lot of people counted the Pac-12 out, I think they're actually going to be wrong here. And uh, a one-loss Pac-12 team, Sean, in that scenario, I believe punches their ticket. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely possible because look at it. like Ohio State, Penn State, they play on the 23rd. The loser's out because the, the loser then won't have the chance to play in the Big Ten championship game because they play on the same side, Ohio State, Penn State. So, yeah, Clemson, I think they'll win out. They'll be in. And, yeah, that one open spot, right, Penn State, Ohio State dropping off, that would be the Pac-12 winner. All right, more about the college football rankings when we come back at the window, Sports Grid. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. Also, check us out, Zumo TV, Channel 719, At The Window, every weekday, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time with myself and Drew Morton. Drew Morton, I'm looking at the college football futures right now. The FBS Championship futures. I'm looking on FanDuel Sportsbook. And I'm looking at Pac-12, Oregon, 5,000 to 1. Utah, 5,000 to 1. Incredible. What do, you, what do you think? Do you like those odds? 50 to 1. You know, Sean, I was just thinking at the break, and, and, and we didn't even go over this, I, what I would put them at, and, and I'm going to be up front here. I'm not a big futures better just because you got to tie up your money, and a lot of times they're charging you a lot more for that. But especially that Utes ticket, man, at mm. 50 to 1. Because if they win the rest of their games, in my opinion, they will punch their ticket, Sean. Yep. Plus the fact, matchup-wise, they have a mobile quarterback. I believe he'll be playing on Sundays. Not necessarily at the quarterback position, but he's that good of an athlete. And the fact, they have a great defense. And going against the big boys in the SEC, Clemson's, Ohio State's of the world, that's the profile you want to go into a playoff game and win I like that Utah ticket at 50 to 1, man. Yeah. I might have to jump on that. What are you thinking? I'm with you as well. Oregon, oh, they've been playing better uh, defense as of late. I'm just Herbert, just don't believe in Herbert in a big spot. Um, has I have not been as impressed with Herbert, but he, he has mobility as well to follow your, your, your what you, the way you're going with, with the Utah Utes as well. Um, Moss is a difference maker at running back. The, the one game they did lose, he was out for Good most point. of that game. So uh, I like it. I like the Utes. I think they could get could get it done, especially against a Clemson team who uh, they haven't. I'm, I'm putting them in. I'm just projecting. I'm projecting Clemson into the college football playoff, and uh, they they could easily uh, beat Clemson. Um, or, you know, not easily, but, you know, I like their matchup. So I like what you're thinking there. Um, Ohio State, I mean, I would give the advantage to Ohio State, Alabama, LSU if, if they were to play Utah. But 
uh, anything can happen. And, and Utah, definitely, it, it's worth a flyer, I think, if you are a future's better. And, and you're not. I know that, Drew. But um, that's some good odds if you're looking at it. Outside of th- that, Drew, I mean, uh, there's really the, uh, Minnesota. Could, if Minnesota wins out, they're in, right? Um they're undefeated, right? But yeah, you, you, I think you're just wasting you'd money. You think so, Sean? Oh. But in, in cases like that with Minnesota, where you know their their schedule is backloaded with futures tickets, and you you obviously would make money if they they were able to pull this off. But something to keep in mind with the Minnesota way that might be a smarter way to bet them is just bet them each game on the money line. Um, by the end of it, it might be a smarter bet and you'll risk less. Right. I, I heard that, that that philosophy too, right? You're better off, right? Uh, if like in March Madness or just betting the money line each game, it's better than, I guess, betting the future um, to win the championship. So, yeah, that's that, that's a great point. That's a great point. So, people out there, if, if you think Minnesota can do it, just keep betting those games. Start this week. Penn State's back up to seven, by the way. Penn State favored in that game on the point spread. Uh, it's in Minnesota. That's a that's one of the biggest games I, since since what Maroney was running the, the football. Uh, Barber was Marion Barber the third, right? It's been a long time since Minnesota has played an important game this late in the season. So I'm 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 excited for that game. I hope it snows. I mean I don't know what the weather it, it looks like, but it's open air, no dome in Minnesota. I want it to snow and uh, out in the elements. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. I don't know if you have a lean one way or the other in that game. Ralph Michaels was going with Minnesota and the points. What, what do you think? Sean, I'm on the other side, man. When you look at who Minnesota's played, yeah, I think man. you can make the argument that no two one. of the better teams they've played are from the Sunbelt Conference and the Mountain West Conference. And when you're making that type of argument going up against the Penn State team, which I have my questions about Penn State as well. I don't necessarily think they're going to be playing in the playoff. But having said that, I think Minnesota is so much of an unknown. They are at home, although I don't think the noon Eastern kickoff helps them because that atmosphere isn't going to be as live as it could be. I like the Nittany Lions here, man. It's just a minus seven flat number, Sean. How, how do you like this Big Ten matchup? You, I'm not sold on Penn State. But like you said, Minnesota, who, who have they played? I mean, I like Morgan at quarterback. He's doing a great job there. They're running the football uh, very well up there in Minnesota. But they haven't played anyone. Uh, like you said, I mean, they've played teams, but they haven't played a tough schedule. Let's put it that way, right? I don't want to put down the opponents that they've well, played. Yeah, and Sean, let, yeah. Let, let's actually go over this. I mean, who have they played? They've played Maryland, Rutgers, Ugh. Nebraska, Illinois, Purdue, Georgia Southern, and Fresno State. I mean, you couldn't make up an easier schedule <laughs> no, in the Big Ten Conference to this point in the season. You really couldn't. You couldn't draw it up any easier. That's They've been very lucky to have that schedule. I, I, I truly believe that two of the top four teams they played are from the Sun Belt and Mountain West. They uh, are. Uh, I think Illinois is playing better, though, Drew, but they, they, they were not playing good football when, when Minnesota played them. So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you're probably right. That's a terrible schedule. I mean, it really is. Uh, so they, they deserve... I guess to be where they're ranked in the first college football poll ranking, where they seventeenth, they're down there. Um, they're they're not getting a lot of respect, and, and because of that schedule, it's a joke, and it's backloaded, like you said, in the conference. And, and their first uh, test will be against Penn State, but Penn State on the road, it's a Big Ten conference game. You know, I, I don't, it's possible Minnesota could win that game, right, and they're ranked yeah seventeenth, seventeenth in the first uh, college football playoff ranking. So Minnesota rightfully ranked. Behind a, lot, a couple of two-loss teams, Baylor, uh, an undefeated team, they're twelfth. Do you like that ranking for for the uh, Bears who squeaked by West Virginia last week? Sure, sure. I think it's fine. I think the Minnesota one's fine. I mean, both of these two teams, if they win out, Sean, they're going to control their own destiny from a Power Five conference winning all your games. It's the same thing as Clemson. Um, it, it, so yeah, I, sure, I agree with it, and it, and it's backloaded, like you said. So if they are able to win these games. Believe me, they're going to climb. They'll find themselves in the top four. I just don't think they're going to win the game, Sean. Uh, no, I don't. I don't either. But uh, let's look. Uh, Georgia. Georgia's not dead yet. They're sixth in the college football rankings. One loss. They have everything to play for in front of them. Uh, what do you think of Georgia's chances to crack the top four at the end of the season? I mean, they, they control their own destiny, in my opinion, Sean. If they win the rest of their games they're going to be in the playoff just because they're going to have knocked off either, you know, likely the number one or number two or number three team. And that would put that team behind them. Therefore, you know, being an SEC champion with only one loss, uh, that's likely finding your way in the playoffs. So in my opinion, they win the rest of their games. They're going to be the national champion. 
Um, I, I mean, we saw it in their last game against Florida. I mean, what they were riding Jake Fromm. I mean, he made some plays, Sean. And uh, if they didn't have J- Jake Fromm, I think they actually lose that game. That was a, a a big boy game from him, man. He proved himself making play after play. Uh, we saw the third down conversion rate very much favor Georgia. Um, the big plays went Georgia's way, and they won and covered, by the way. So uh, hats off to them. And yeah, they control their own destiny. I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of Jake Fromm, but yeah, he, he played better than than I uh, expected. Put it that way uh, with Jake Fromm. Um, one other uh, note for college football before we uh, turn it over to Gary Danielson coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, Rutgers plans to meet with ex-coach Greg Schiano. This has been rumored from New Jersey NJ.com that uh, he's the front runner to go back to Piscataway and and coach the uh, Scarlet Knights. W- what's your thought on? Greg Schiano possibly returning and coaching Rutgers. Uh, I I like it. I think it sets up well. What he was an old coordinator from Miami, and when he first went to Rutgers, right. you know that was when I was actually in high school, Sean. So Rutgers was all over South Florida, and sure enough, a few years later, they find themselves playing in bowl games. Right. So he did it right. He built the program. Yeah. Um, it, it's just the fact that when coaches return to a school, the track record is very very bad. Um, and so with history on your side of, of betting against Rutgers in the long term, I would probably side with that. However, the profile of it, you know, it sounds right. It feels right. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion either way, man. You're, you're in that area. Rutgers is the school for New York, right? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Um, uh, it was a little (laughs) bit, (laughs) Rutgers was in a different situation when Greg Schiano coached them back uh, before he went to the Tampa Bay Bucks, They were in a different conference. They had, a, 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 I don't want to say an easier schedule. There was a lot of holes, right? So they could schedule um, some off and some bye weeks. When you're playing the Big Ten each and every week, and especially in their division, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, every year, it's a grind. And But, I mean, they, why not? Why not bring back Shano? He's the one guy who had success there uh, at Rutgers. You know, it's it's success. You have to define success, but for Rutgers football, it was success. We'll see. I, Drew, I, I like it. I like it. I like them going back to the well. Whether or not that means they're going to compete for championships in, in the Big Ten, no. I don't, I don't think it's possible. All right. Gary Danielson, CBS. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamacchia, joined alongside Drew Martin. Drew Martin's in Las Vegas. I am in Midtown Manhattan, and we've been talking about the college football playoff rankings, and we'll get to LSU Alabama, and who better to do that with than our first guest of the show, Gary Danielson. You could hear him on CBS, college football, the SEC on CBS, and he'll be on the call this Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, LSU, Alabama. Gary, thanks for the time. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Sean. How are you, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And, and, Gary, let's get right to the college football playoff rankings uh, coming out last night. Uh, Ohio State 1, LSU 2, Alabama 3, Penn State 4, Clemson 5. Just the top five there, Gary. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your first impressions? Uh, do you have any issue with, with the top five there? Well, I have to call the committee out a bit, okay, because okay. I'm confused. Um, I thought the committee uh, took the rankings as of this Tuesday as if the season ended now. Is that not your understanding, or am I missing something? Uh, yes. No, that, that is my understanding, yes. So, so let, let's, just, let's just assume something really bad happened, that, that there was a huge flu outbreak and the rest of college <laughs> right. football was canceled, right. okay? And then, but they did pick a final four to play in the in the college playoffs. Are you telling me they're not going to take Clemson as the fourth team? This looks like a bluff to me because at the end, every year at the end, they use the eyeball test for that fourth spot, and you can't make me believe that they're going to put in Penn State over the defending undefeated national champion Clemson team. So I'm confused. Is it eyeball test? Is it half resume test? Because if it's resume test. You have to put LSU first, so yes. again, it's a mismatch, and it's and it's a little bit of everything. But I but I want to do say this, okay? It doesn't really matter, except it's kind of cool, and I think it kind of reflects where we are. Is there's three major polls: the AP has LSU number one, the coaches poll has Alabama number one, and the committee has Ohio State number one. They're the three deserving teams of number one, and. Let's be honest. If Clemson wins out, they're in. I agree with you there. Uh, and Drew, you can take over in just a second. Just uh, one more question for Gary on the college football playoff rankings. LSU should be number one because they've been the most impressive, in my opinion. I agree with you 100%. I, I can't see Ohio State. I know they, they passed the eyeball test that everyone wants to talk about. but Yeah, they're, they're getting a lot of bounce from are. that Wisconsin game, yeah. I guess. You know, I don't uh, uh, I, they're all good. They're all good. I, I get it. Here's my question about Ohio State. If if um, LSU gets into a tough fourth quarter game and they're six points down and they need a drive, I'm trusting Joe Burrow. Yeah. I saw um, Tua Tungvaloa do it in the national championship game. Pretty sure he can do it. <laughs> I saw Trevor Lawrence do it under pressure in the national championship game. Pretty sure he can do it. Do we know anything about Justin Fields in a tight game against a quality opponent where he has to throw the ball in the fourth quarter? Not a thing. Good point, Gary. Drew? Gary, this is Drew Martin. Nice to have you on, man. And and, and one of the um, things that surprised me – hey, Gary, yeah, good to have you on. One of the things that surprised me seeing the uh, rankings come out, college football rankings here, is the Pac-12 sitting at number seven and number eight with Oregon and Utah, respectively. Do you think the Pac-12 is out, or do you think actually uh, the winner of that Pac-12 championship game might punch their ticket? I still think it's a long shot for them. I'm glad they're in it. It's what college football needs. You can't have everybody west of the Mississippi out of it after the first uh, you know, college football ranking where they know they have no chance. I've said all year that the biggest win was Auburn's win against Oregon. It's effectively they have a block in front of them. Just think what's going to happen right here. Whoever loses this game, they're still going to be in front of Oregon and Utah, and those teams are not going to pass them, assuming – that, you know, Georgia and uh, especially, let's say Alabama loses and they beat Auburn. How does Oregon go over Alabama? 
That's impossible. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So they're effectively blocked. But I've been in this before. You know, Alabama snuck in with, you know, a, a chaos the last two weekends. So anything can still happen. But I would not like their uh, position to me. Uh, to me, they're effectively one lap behind, and they're hoping the first lap guys run out of gas. And and Gary, uh, also to, to that let- to that point, Gary, to, uh, Drew, do you have another question? Just you can jump in. No, no, go, go, go ahead. I'll follow up after you. Yeah, I just wanted to say this one more question for me on the college football playoff rankings. Is it likely we see two SEC teams in the college football playoff once again? And if that's the case, let's say Ohio State wins out and they're in for the, for the Big Ten. Right. Who's out? Who, which team? Clemson's going to win out? Well, what, 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 what you- I, I get it. I, well, I think Ohio State in. I think Clemson is in. I think if LSU loses a close game at Alabama and wins out the rest of the way, they will be the best one-loss team, and they'll make it, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just my opinion. Uh, that, that's where it is. Now, it could be altered if Georgia ends up beating Alabama in the SEC championship, and that's possible. You watch. Georgia's going to start playing some really good football right now. But, you know, for me, Clemson – you know how they got in the, in the NBA, they got the superstars have their load management, you know? Yeah. To me, it's been, for Clemson, it's been mental load mag- management. They've looked at that schedule just like we have and go, wake me up when we play somebody that can beat us because they just are coasting right now. Gary, let's talk about the big game. Uh, you'll be on the call on Saturday, sure. 3.30 Eastern on CBS. We got, uh, depending on what rank did you want to go off of, number one versus number two, <laughs> LSU-Alabama questions at the health of the quarterback position. I, I, it, does, it doesn't matter. Um, we know, what's your overall We know view? they're all good. I, listen, we know both these teams are good. The reason that everyone is interested in this game this year is because there's belief that LSU can compete. I did the game last – listen – this year, as big as it is, I just reviewed uh, Monday, I reviewed last year's game, and I was stunned because it just happened a year ago, but I didn't remember. It was one versus three last year. It's two versus three this year. So, I, <laughs> so in the rankings, it's not even as big a game as last year, but nobody believed last year. Nobody thought that LSU could score enough points to beat Alabama, and it proved to be true. Halfway through the second quarter, you could see this thing ended up like, they're not going to be able to score. And if they do, it's going to be one touchdown or a field goal. They can't come back. Dave Aranda and LSU had to pitch a a perfect shutout to beat them, and that wasn't likely to happen. Once it got to be at the end of the half, 16 to nothing, it was over. This year, even 16 nothing going into the second half, LSU saying, hey, come on, we can still do this. We've got an offense. Now they've got to prove it. I get that. But, you know, you watch the Tennessee tape. Uh, you say, well, come on, we got better receivers. They they did it, you know, with a freshman quarterback. They did it with Jared Garantano. We're better than that. We can move the ball on these guys. I think there's more hope for LSU in this game. All the way back, there was a little bit, uh, I, you know, when Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry were playing with Mettenberger that year, there was a little hope there. Their offensive line didn't hold up. There was hope when Leonard Fournette was there until he got smashed into the ground with that unimaginative offense they were using in that football game. When Remember his face on the sideline in that game said it all? Like, Coach, could you give us something? We need something in this game. But this game, I think you go into it, everybody believes that LSU has a shot at him. Gary, uh, Tua Tungavialoa, his health, his ankle, uh, what should, what can yeah. we expect? Will he start? Do, do you expect him to be close to 100% by Saturday? Don't know if he'll be 100%, but he's not going to be asked to run the ball. Uh, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a little bit, for me, like uh, Kevin Durant. You know, I'm not saying the ear injury is as serious, but you can test that thing all you want when warm-ups, off days, practice drills, uh, but, but all during that test, you're always thinking about your ankle or your knee or your Achilles or your calf. You're always like, oh, how does that feel? How does this feel? <laughs> yeah. When I dunk, how does that feel? But in the game, you're only thinking about playing and you react instinctively, and that's what happened to Kevin. It wasn't ready. So who knows? But I do know about this team. This team is not built for a game management quarterback to, to make it purr. 
You know, this is wide receivers. This is fast. Judy, Smith, Ruggs, Waddle. They need that ball, and this offense does not work. It's not like the A.J. McCarron offense where they're going to run the ball and then do a little bootleg to the outside and dump it off. This offense will not work without high-level quarterback play, especially against a team like LSU. No, come on, we know this. Alabama rolls their helmets out ten times a year. doesn't matter who plays. But at those three or four games, you know, the two, one in the regular season, SEC championship, couple playoff games, where this offense is built to play with Tua, and he better be healthy. Gary, I got a question for you concerning, uh, I guess, turning the tires a little bit here. I'm coming to you from Las Vegas, and we got a booming sports betting industry. Want to get your question, uh, get your thoughts overall on uh, sports gambling going forward? And also, do you personally plan in bringing it in more into your commentating? And anything with the CBS 330 spot, have they talked about, you know, adding a little bit more gambling content to it? Boy, Drew, it's, it's, a, it's a great question. I have nothing against it. I'd be glad to join in any way they want. We all measure games that way, whether we bet or not. We all think about it. You know, when I was a kid, I played those cards, and you picked games and everything like that. You know, and even if it was for a dollar, we all, all do the same thing. And l- listen, I've done many games where the, the favored team – is winning by 13 points, but the spread is 18 points, and they're getting booed at home because they're not trying to beat the spread. So I think you can't hide from it, (laughs) but until the CBS suits say to talk about it, I'm just going to stick to X's and O's. Gary, I wish we had more time. Enjoy (laughs) the game on Saturday. LSU, Alabama should be a lot of fun. Always a pleasure when you stop by. Gary Danielson, lead voice for the CBS uh, college football season. Uh, Always enjoy your commentary. Uh, Thanks for the time, Gary. Sean, Drew, great interview. Thank you very much. All right, there he is. Watch Gary and LSU Alabama. We know you will. Right, Drew? We're going to be glued 3.30 p.m. Eastern. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. All right, we'll talk a little college basketball. See if uh, Drew made some money last night uh, in, uh, you know, tip-off. We'll talk about that when we come back. At the window, Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like a country music song? All right, true. Finally, we got you... Uh all loaded up and ready to go. But first, get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible to all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. And welcome back into At The Window on the SportsGrid TV network. Get on the grid, SportsGrid. Also, check us out on YouTube and Instagram. Instagram, follow us at SportsGrid TV. The Gary Danielson interview we just did, I'm sure will be up there along with bets and, and videos. Just... Tune in, Instagram, at SportsGridTV. And Drew, we uh, had a little country music flavor coming back from break. Finally, it only took a couple of shows, right? A couple of weeks to get you uh, get a country music song on. At least that's what I heard. I don't know if, if Danny is actually playing a, a country music song. You would know better, Drew, than me. Ah, Sean, I mean, I heard, I heard some twang and a, yeah. a little bit of something. I don't know if I'd call that country music. I, I, at least I, not yeah. the country music that I listen to. Bob Dylan. But uh, Ed, oh, Bob really Dylan, country. yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of country. It's kind of, kind of, I know he's like considered country, but yeah, kind of close. Yeah, no, no, that's good. We we need a little country in our lives, Sean. <laughs> nice. So thank you, Danny, for that. And I'll tell you, Sean, I yeah. mean, um, that that was pretty cool, man. You know, growing up, uh, obviously, I grew up in, in the South, and the three thirty CBS game is a big thing. I've I've been listening to Gary Danielson's voice for. That guy, as long as I can remember, man, that was that was a really cool experience. Yeah, no, it was a great questions as well. I was a little nervous when you went to the gambling question because I was like, oh, you know, like some of these guys, you know, they don't like they don't take to the uh, sports betting like questions. Um, but uh, nicely done, nicely done. The way you nuanced that, it was it was a good job, man. Yeah, thank you. No, and I knew that going in because I, I've I've watched him the, the whole time, and he's one of the the announcers that kind of holds off on that. You know, there's yeah. some guys that will go right at it and, and talk about it, and he really doesn't. So I I, I did kind of uh, I guess you could say tippy toe into the gambling question, but it sounds like actually he's just looking for his bosses to give him the okay, and he's on board. Yeah, and that's gonna happen sooner rather than later. We you know following this this trend. You know, as each state, you know, gets bills to, to their, you know, state capital and, and they start passing these, you know, gambling bills and it becomes legal in, in more and more states. It, CBS is going to, in game, they're going to have to address it sooner or later and, and all these big networks. And Al Michaels is a guy, he's on NBC, he always kind of gives a little nod to the point spread. You know, he's, he's, he's big on, on the sports betting, Al Michaels. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it when when the guys on the mainstream kind of uh, calls, they, they they reference it, so to speak. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Gary Danielson's not one of the guys that does that. But although he did bring up an interesting scenario, you know, when a team's up 13 and they don't punch it in late, them getting booed, which obviously he's experienced or he wouldn't have said it. So he knows what's going on. Yeah, I mean, he does. And uh, we could go back to Monday Night Football with the Cowboys. The total was 48 and a half and it looked like it was dying on a on, on, on a vine right there. With the Giants uh, having the football and the time, you know, uh, running out, and what do you know? Fumble, Daniel Jones, and Jordan Lewis picks it up, touchdown. I was, I was screaming, I was hollering. I had the the over in that one, and I was really happy with that. Um, th did you watch the Michigan game against Maryland? D did you watch it this past week? I did not. No. All right, so so it was closing seconds, uh, like closing minutes mm -hmm. of, of the game. Mike Loxley had a timeout. They were right there on the five-yard line with, like, 35 seconds left with a timeout in hand, and they were down. And it was looking like they had no sense of urgency. And Loxley ran one play like a quarterback draw. It didn't even look like they were going for for the touchdown. And then ran, the, the clock ran out. He, he had a timeout, and he didn't even use it. And I was sitting with a friend of mine, uh, actually Joe Lisi, as you know, and he was on the other end. He's like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Why are they sitting on this? So... Uh, yeah, uh, that, that was a crazy, crazy, crazy game right there. But 
they they sat on it. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And, and and those are things, you know, as a sports better and as, as you're trying to make money long term, you know, put that away, you know, make a note of that in terms of because because in, especially in 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 games where there's a wider point spread, where it's more the coach's mentality of are they looking to score when it really doesn't matter in the outcome of the game on the field? Lock that away, man, and, and and make sure, you know, to use that going forward with Loxley, he really doesn't care about the point spread and he doesn't care about, you know, unnecessarily scores and use that kind of against him when, when that situation happens again with Maryland. That's a way to get kind of a, a little bit of leg up on the odds makers. All right, Drew, let's, let's talk college basketball. Uh, last night, uh, I was on Kansas over Duke. Lost that when they were favored by two points. They wind up losing by two to Duke. And Kansas is a good basketball team. And 28 turnovers in the game. 28 turnovers. I'll say that again. In the game for the Jayhawks. What in the world? I mean, they need better ball security. That is impossible to keep up with that number if they want to win a national championship. But I've never seen a number as big with, with a good basketball team like Kansas as 28 in 40 minutes. Ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. That was very surprising. Um, I, you know, you going into game one with, with college athletics, you always got to be careful in terms of what you're going to get. You know, these are young guys, especially in the sport of basketball where one player makes so much of a difference. And if he's a freshman, obviously playing in, in the biggest atmosphere he's likely ever played in, um, things of that nature can happen. That's why especially college basketball, and I know a lot of people are on the other side of this going heavy at the beginning. I'm not, I kind of wait a game or two, see what we really have, and then start unloading on college basketball betting. It's not a sport where I'm really chomping at the bit to get after, you know, yeah. game one, game two, Sean. And, and that's Kentucky, a lot of the reason why. Yeah, and, and Kentucky, uh, just uh, summing up uh, last night's champ, uh, Champions Classic at MSG, Kentucky t- took care of uh, Michigan State, number one Michigan State, so there'll be a new number one. And Winston played well. No one else uh, particularly well for the Spartans. It's kind of what I expected, Drew. I mean, Sparty, they always play these tough non-conference games to start the year, and they lose a lot of them. They really do. It doesn't hurt them. It actually benefits them. Uh, some say, uh, and Lizzo says, in, in the uh, when it comes to March Madness, you know, uh, playing these tougher opponents gets them ready for uh, March Madness in the postseason. It, it, but you know, disappointing effort for not effort, but uh, display from the number one Spartans last night. Absolutely, Sean. Um, I, I, Cassius, you know, the, the point guard there, Winston, he's a great yep. player. Um, he didn't really take over the game. A lot of people don't project him to be a great NBA player. No, I, I don't know I don't. if I fall in that camp, but I mean, Kentucky. Kentucky has has athletes all over that court, man. They are going to be a tough team to stop in the SEC. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky's kept, you know cutting down the nets at the end of the season. So uh, that was a fun one to watch. It did stay under the total of 140 and a half, which oh, nice. was uh, good. And hopefully some some people uh, followed on the best bet yesterday. But um, did want to bring up a couple games on on the board from yesterday. How about Nebraska versus UC Riverside? Nebraska was favored by 15 and a half. They got blown out by almost 20 points. So that's a, what, 35-point difference in the spread. Wow. Uh, not sure what's going on there with the Cornhuskers and also UC Riverside out there for, uh, on, on the West Coast. They might be a team to uh, – to, to look to bet going forward. Um, so things of that nature, you got to really watch in terms of where the market was really off in college basketball, 35 points off there favoring Nebraska, and they lose outright by almost 20 points, Sean. That's amazing. And I was looking at uh, Texas Tech. I had, I was, uh, I, you know, I gave a kind of like a half pick yesterday with the under. It was 140 the total, 139, I think it closed that with Texas Tech, and well, it went over. They won 85 to 70. Uh, 85 to 70, I believe. Yeah, so it went over, so didn't get that one. Uh, a little bit disappointed in, in that result uh, with Texas Tech. But, um, you know, because these early games, like you said, just tread lightly early on, watch and consume some college basketball. You get a better feel for these teams. Michigan wasn't all that impressive. 79-71 winners over Appalachian State. Juwan Howard's first victory as head coach there. They were not impressive at all, and it, it, it leads me to believe like, it's going to be a rough year as far as the expectations for that basketball program and where John Beeline had it 
like a transition year with the uh, Michigan Wolverines there. And uh, so I was looking at that closely. And how about tonight? Uh, do you like any plays for tonight? I know the big game is Notre Dame at uh, UNC. Nine and a half now, the point spread in that one. It was ten and a half, Drew, so it's moving. Um, do you have a lean? And in, in what are you looking forward to seeing in that game with uh, Notre Dame and, and UNC? Um, yeah, it's a game that I definitely want to watch here in this one. Uh, what it's on the ACC network. I mean, minus nine now, 149. I guess, you know, game one, we talk about, you know, turnovers. I, it, it would make me look towards the under just because, you know, seeing last night's game and the teams playing defense and a lot of the focus with the big boys anyway, is going to be on the defensive end, uh, with, with younger teams. So maybe lean towards the under and on yesterday's card, like you were talking about app state in that, uh, Michigan game. I know a lot of sharp people out here in Vegas, were talking about that app state team, very defensive minded team could be a sleeper. So a lot of people were on the underdog in that one. So, uh, just use that going forward in terms of betting on Michigan. Maybe they're just going up against a tough Sunbelt team there. Um, other games on tonight's card, I mean, Virginia, Syracuse, I think that's very interesting. It's also interesting to see you know, ACC teams playing conference games this early, right out the grade. And we got Virginia, obviously the defending champions, number 11th ranked Virginia, minus three, 122 here against Syracuse, going up against that uh, that vaunted so zone defense. That will be one I'll have my eyes, my eyes on, Sean. I can't wait to watch that game, actually, too. I, I'm looking forward to that game up there in the carrier dome like you like you mentioned so tough place to play uh we'll see we'll see what uh Bennett's team looks looks like coming back they, they lose a lot of players DeAndre Hunter is gone fr from that championship squad so uh interested to see how they look and Syracuse I mean they've been a kind of a down program for as far as Syracuse basketball is concerned right for the last few years I want to see what Beeline has in store there with his son I know his son Buddy is is one of the better players for that for that basketball team so well, I'll take a look at, at that game tonight. I'm looking at that on the board. But, yeah, Appalachian State, you never, you know, these teams can surprise you that, as far as expectations are concerned. And I'm not um, putting down that, the Appalachian State by any means, but just the way Michigan played that basketball game, it was sloppy and it just didn't get anything out of Simpson. He's a senior now. Their point guard uh, was expecting more from, from, from their players that, that are back. Because they have a – Michigan has a – Veteran ball club. Teskey's back. Livers is back. Simpson's back. So I expected more from those guys. But uh, we'll see going forward. They did not cover that game, though. With I think the spread was 15 and a half, Drew. So disappointed. Any other observations from uh, day one college basketball? A any good bets uh, you placed last night? Um, no, I, I went very, uh, very small in terms of volume. I actually only bet one game. It was the uh, best bet on the show yesterday, the under in the Kentucky game. I guess what I would take from it is Kentucky's going to be an under team for me, Sean. The way that they defended the perimeter, the way that they kind of slowed it down. And we've seen Aston Higgins in the past, you know, his on ball defense, which if you listen to Calipari, that's where he kind of focuses on playing defense. And if you can stop the opposing point guard from driving your defense, that is an under team written all over it, especially if you're not going up tempo, which I don't think Kentucky will do a lot. So I think in the next couple weeks here, right out the gate, there might be some value on betting Kentucky under the total. All right. Make a note of that at the window, Drew Martin. Maybe some value in betting the, the, the under total for Kentucky there out of the gate. All right, uh, we'll talk more college basketball. Look, they play games every day up until March Madness begins, the tournament begins. So there's going to be a, a opportunities, right, Drew, to bet college basketball. So you don't have to go heavy each and every day. And that's what's the beauty of college basketball. So there's so many games each and every day. But best bets coming up next here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I won with the Hawks yesterday. They won outright. I had them plus five and a half over the Spurs. What am I going to play tonight? NBA, I'm looking at you. We'll talk about that next. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back on At The Window. Wrapping things up, coming up at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Game Time Decisions with Cam Stewart, and of course, led by Gabriel Morenzi. That comes to you live from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Sports Grid TV network. But we have a few more minutes. Drew Martin, and uh, it's best bet time. And last night, like I said, outright the Hawks win uh, 108-100 over the Spurs. I had the Hawks plus 5.5 in Trey Young's return there. He had 29 points, 13 assists. Looking at the board tonight, how about this, Drew? The Rockets are 15.5-point favorites over the Golden State Warriors. That's a huge number there. Uh, Golden State, surprisingly, uh, they they won their last game out without Draymond Green. They're without Steph Curry, without Klay Thompson. Um, but they, they, you know, so they're continuing to put up a fight. Rockets, 15 and a half point favorites. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to the New York Knicks, plus three and a half tonight. Detroit Pistons. I like the Pistons to cover the three and a half. Blake Griffin, is he going to play? Derrick Rose, I'm not sure about that. Don't think it matters. I'd like the Pistons to cover this number. The Knicks are terrible. How about you, Drew? What are you looking at tonight? All right, Sean. We're, we're off of a 2-0 and best bet day, so hopefully yes. we can keep it going here. Um, I'm going to go to where you were going last time. I'm going the Atlanta Hawks, minus one at home. Both teams off a of back-to-back. So uh, I'm going to go with the home team here. Hawks have looked impressive, uh, impressive uh, getting healthier as well. So just laying minus one here. And actually, if you shop around, you can get a plus one. So I'm going to take the best number oh, here, nice. Sean, and get the Hawks plus one, the home underdog. I have the Hawks minus a half point, half, a hook. So they're under one there on FanDuel. So uh, that's uh, that's good. Shop around, get those best bets. I mean, what do you make a 15-and-a-half-point spread? Rockets at home against the Warriors. I don't think the Rockets should be favored by 15-and-a-half no. over any other team in the NBA. So uh, I guess I would go with a dog here. I, I'm looking this up. All right, so it's the first time that the Warriors have been underdogs by 15 or more points since March 3rd, 2010. That's courtesy of... ESPN stats and info. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Steph's rookie year, by the way. Yeah. That's crazy. Nice find there, Sean. And uh, best of luck, man, with your best bets. Let's keep this rolling. All right. We'll uh, check in on that tomorrow. Thanks, Drew. All right, Sean. Best of luck, man. All right. That's at the window. Thanks to Gary Danielson. We're back tomorrow. I think Joe Lisi will join us tomorrow to talk some college football. That's tomorrow. Game time is next. It's tomorrow. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.